Welcome to Retail Nightmares Podcast. My name is Alicia Tobin. I'm here with my co-ghost, Jessica Delisle. Hi. Hi. It's where this is the first time I think we've recorded at this time. It's 3 p.m. on a Thursday. On a weekday, yeah. On a weekday, yeah. It's kind of cool. And the reason why we're doing that is because our guest, first time guest, which is kind of shocking, but also exciting, is my friend. We used to do stand up together. Uh, he's a comedian and he's an actor and he's a writer. And he is also a TikTok star. It's Darcy <laughs> Michaels. Yeah. Hey. Hey, welcome to the Bird Kurt. Greetings. Thank you for having me. Thanks for adjusting <laughs> your schedule for me. It's oh, great. It great. This is actually great for me, for my energy levels. Poor Jessica gets like the tired version of me every podcast because we record at seven. Do you really? Oh, I can't do that. When we do ours, if we don't do it by 11 a.m., I'm not doing it. Wow. Yeah. I it was. I know we were already talking about ADHD off of before we started, but it took me a long time to realize my productivity levels, hours, like when I'm the most productive and it's 7 a.m. to noon and anything yeah, after same. anything after 12, we're we're rolling the dice i'm the exact yeah. opposite like i naturally want to go to bed around like 3 or 4 a.m and then wake up like noon 11 uh, one. I, what i wouldn't give to be able to sleep <laughs> <laughs> like i uh, i go to bed at midnight and i get up at like six at the at the latest yeah, yeah i find i only need like six hours six and a half hours of sleep like I can sleep longer, but I don't feel worse if it's less. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I've, al I've always been like that. Like when I was a kid, I would routinely one or two nights a week, at least I would just stay up the entire night and like not feel any negative effects that my mom would be like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it's like your hormones in your body are just different. Yeah. Hormones. Mm. My hormones. I'm more like Darcy. And I bumped into Jessica the other day in real life, which was lovely. And we had a similar discussion because I have always been a morning person. And I have always tell people at work, like after three o'clock, like you're going to get like a 10% version of the person <laughs> you would get at 830. So I still haven't figured out how to motivate myself. But I do know that <laughs> the motivation comes from two things, uh, deadlines and energy. But I found stand up really hard because mm -hmm. I would be going on stage at the time I would most want to go to bed. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was always the toughest thing for me when I back when I used to tour all the time was the late show to just be like everything about this is against what my body wants <laughs> uh, and to the point that I just don't do late shows anymore. Yeah. I once worked at a store that was really supposed to be really cool and they were open until midnight when I started working there. And they would have like a DJ. I've made fun of it for you know <laughs> almost seven years on this podcast. But I needed the job so badly at the time um, that I took it, and I was like, yeah, the, like well, I didn't have a choice about the shifts, but those shifts were just. It was like I was drunk. I don't remember working. <laughs> Can we back up? How long have you been doing this podcast? Since, Since 2015? 2015. Seven years, and this is my first time on the Sorry, podcast. I don't think you've oh, ever. Man. But I also think you've never done Come Draw With Me. I have never done Come Draw With Me. I, I know. just think that, like, you got really busy, and I stopped doing the, like, comedy club downtown. And yeah. so I think we, we just, never crossed yeah, paths. No, and I also stopped. I stopped, like, doing stand-up besides the tours or the festivals and stuff. Oh, you, where you got paid. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like... <laughs> Yeah, the last time I did stand-up was years ago, and the reason why I did it was there was, like, a nice paycheck. Yeah. And I felt so guilty because I was, one, 
and I know this isn't the case for you, one, I was kind of rusty. Mm. And two, I'd fallen out of love with it. Yeah. And so I got on stage and just felt like I'd taken this like great experience from, you know, Somebody. a different comedian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I cashed the check and then probably got like a <laughs> nice dress or something. I haven't been on stage in three years and wow. I don't necessarily know if I miss it. Like I've, uh, you know, I know I have to start gearing up because I have a tour later this year and I'm like, okay, well, I guess we'll find out if I, if I miss it or not, or if I'm just here to collect a check. <laughs> but I hope that's not the case. Cause if I it, think if you're going to love it. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting. It, there's times that when I, I'll catch myself and I'll be like, oh, I just wrote a joke and I'll like have written it down kind of without even realizing it and been like, well, I haven't done that in a while. And so it's been happening more and more lately where I'm like, oh, okay. Like something back here is ticking away being like, yeah. okay, we should get ready for this. Jessica's a musician and so is her, her partner. And they've only done one show, I think. Right. Since, since, since two years. Since, yeah. yeah. Since the pandemic started. And I've only been to one show, like one music show since it started, which is wild. I mean, like not counting the show that we played, obviously, because I guess we were technically there, too. But it just felt different <laughs> because we were performing and, you know, had all other things to deal with. So, yeah. And people keep asking if we're planning any tours for the spring or summer. And we're like. No, should we have been? Whoops, should like we? I maybe know. we should have been thinking about this this whole time instead of just, I just don't know. kind of waiting. I, I had to rip the COVID bandaid off last week. I was in Austin for South by Southwest. And, oh, uh, how was that? It was, it, I was there for work and uh, it was very like, we just kind of, it was very last minute uh, and we got in there and all of a sudden we were in a maskless state where, yeah. you know, like every, you don't have to show passports for anything. And Joe Rogan's your doctor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and the and president. Then all, you know, like His we finger's up- only a little bit inside of me right now. <laughs> <laughs> We uh, we ended up doing we were going down to do this thing with Lizzo and part of it it was like we haven't been to a concert in years uh, and part of the thing was Lizzo put on a show for like 150 people and I was like this is the first concert that I've seen wow. in, since COVID and it's Lizzo with ten big beautiful backup dancers promoting her new uh, amazing show on Prime Video called Watch Out for the Big Girls. I highly recommend it to anyone that wants to watch a show about body positivity and about proving that uh, it doesn't matter what size your body is. People are capable of uh, being healthy at all sizes. But that's tangent aside. It was I turned to my husband where we're watching her perform and I was like, this is probably the most beautiful way to rip the bandaid. Yeah. Like I, I actually yeah. like, I can feel joy in my heart. There's it was outside. So there wasn't a lot of anxiety and stuff, but it also made me realize how much I miss live music. Yeah. yeah. You couldn't pay me to go to a comedy show right now, but <laughs> if there was a concert, I'm like, yes, I need it. That's so Maybe funny. Jessica because... can answer. Oh, go ahead. Oh, what, what were you going to say? I was going to ask you this question. Like I don't enjoy going to see stand up personally, or I don't like seek it out as a, it's not that I don't think that people are funny and I don't laugh, but sometimes I'm thinking about the show too much or all the aspects of that show. So I don't always like when I go to see a comedy show, I wouldn't necessarily choose stand up, for example. Mm. But Jessica, when you go to see music, like, are you able to kind of just immerse yourself in it? Or 
Do you if also not, think about... Yeah, if I'm not playing the show, like I had sort of a similar experience. Like my first concert back was, I mean, I unfortunately didn't get to go see Lizzo. That sounds amazing. But uh, <laughs> it was a band that's been like my favorite band since I was 20. And Ooh. it was Sparks. Um, oh, like, I don't know them. They've been around since the 70s. They, they're they like two brothers. I talk about them all the time. <laughs> Listeners are going to be like, enough about Sparks. But I love them. They're so weird. And they've never played Vancouver before. And so they finally played. And so it was just like, I was worried that it was going to be weird because they're in their 70s now. And I was like, I was worried it wasn't going to be like, you know, do justice to the albums that I love so much. Uh, but it was so amazing that even the songs that I don't like the recordings of, I loved them live. And so it was just that sort of, yeah, like you're just like letting it wash over you. And I think there's one spot where like they have this amazing backing band. And I think one of the musicians, there's this one song where they just do the same thing over and over for like five minutes and then it finally changes. And one of the musicians uh, switched to like the chord a little bit early and sort of like gave it all away. And but that was the one time where I'm like, oh, that guy, that guy <laughs> fucked up. Like that must have been hard. It's like one of those songs where it's like, how do you do it? You just get like sort of in this loop and what are you like counting to like 160 or something like <laughs> before you switch like I would I could not do in that because I would be like thinking about 10 different other things yeah ADHD <laughs> ruined my my chance of a music career because I was just like I I'm not gonna count that much all the time yeah. without getting distracted that's why it's so great to have bad members who like catch your eye and like do like the one, two, three, <laughs> yeah. like here it is. Like Come a, back. Or like Come a back. wink in a lot of things. Like we'll have like little like coordinated like moves that we do. So like we know what's coming up or like this is this part or we're halfway through or something. But That's yeah, because cool. it is hard. <laughs> what kind of genre is Sparks? Oh, um, they sort of started, I guess, like as glam rock and then they okay. uh, like very 80s, like upbeat pop and like experimental. They've done a couple musicals like they're they're real. I don't know. Art, art, rock, avant garde. Love it. Love very, it. I'm looking catchy. it up right now. There's a documentary that just came out. Um, It's on Netflix. Oh, I totally know who these guys are. Yeah. Oh, my God. They're so weird. I love it. Yeah, they're not for everyone. Yeah, no, I, I love anything outside the box. I'm going to dive into them. My favorite uh, you, of their you do albums. right now. You're like, bye. Yeah, I'll You're see like, you guys bye. later. Um, yeah. I'm going to go listen to 26 albums. Bye. My favorite <laughs> uh, my favorite of their albums just turned 40 yesterday. Uh, it's called Angst in My Pants. Angst oh. in my pants. All yeah. right, I'll give it a little. I'll give it a little listen while I cook dinner tonight. I love that whole album, and also if you've ever seen the movie Valley Girl with Nicolas Cage, there are two songs mm-hmm. off of that album in that movie. I remember when that movie came out, but I don't think I ever saw it. It's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. Nick the Cage fashion, had some really great movies. The fashion is amazing. He was at South by Southwest. He has a new, oh, really? very, yeah, he has a new movie that's very like being John Malkovich style. Like he's, oh. it's about the absurdity of Nicolas Cage. Right. Uh, and oh. I, I saw him walking down the street and I was like, wow, you're just like a really weird looking dude. Just a weird <laughs> man. You know, someone had put posters all over the city being like, I really like you, Nicholas. And I feel like we'd have a really nice time. Give me a call and we'll grab a drink. And it was just their phone number and a picture of Nicolas Cage. Uh, And I was like, you know what? I bet he called. Yeah. I hope that happened. Yeah. 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 I bet it's lonely for some people at that level of fame. 
legitimately the reason I stopped touring was because I was like, you, you know, like Alicia knows that I have a husband and a daughter and stuff. And I spent a long time saying goodbye to them. And the more successful people I met, the more lonely and miserable they looked. And mm. like the further, like every time I was working with someone, I was like, Oh wow. Like this is what it takes. You know, like, this is to do this thing. And I was just like, I just kind of reached a point where I was like, okay, I don't want that. So yeah. I'm going to take a step back and figure out what I want because I don't want to be at that level of like, what is the point of money if it's just you counting it alone? You know, yeah, that's that- exactly what I want. So <laughs> I'm going to get into it, get into touring. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, obviously, uh, I am making an assumption. Maybe he has a full, rich social life, but um, he doesn't. Yeah, it seems doesn't seem like an easy path he's on. But would I trade it all for money? Yeah. <laughs> um, but you'd also have to have his hair and his wardrobe. Would you do that just to be Nicolas Cage? Oh, I would have to be Nicolas Cage. Well, you would be I Alicia, be but with like the trappings of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> You just want me to see me with the hair, I think. Yeah, yeah it would be like I a do. Halloween costume 24-7. You know, I have to say that I'm struggling to come up with a yes. <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's, yeah. that's, that's fair. Not, I, I always wanted to be concerned. a bad yeah. version of myself for more money. Not yeah. a not Nicolas Cage. <laughs> not a, a facsimile. It's a very weird what if that I have posed to you. So uh, yeah. that's fair. I'm kind of fascinated by him. Because he seems Did you watch Pig? Yeah. How is it? I liked it a lot. I wish there was more Pig in it, but I liked it a lot. I thought he was really good. Uh, All the food looks really good. I don't know. It's like a recent movie, like maybe the last year. recent, like last year. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah. uh, yeah. He's a truffle harvester and he's got his truffle pig and then someone steals his pig. And so it's like a vengeance movie where he's like looking for his pig. Is he in on the joke? Do you think? I think he's pretty self-aware and he like, he doesn't really understand why people find, like I've read, he was, he just was in this GQ thing where there was like an interview and photo shoot that was kind of amazing. But he's like, I don't really understand why people find my face amusing. (laughs) I think that article is kind of like, we're seeing like a rebirth of Nicolas Cage right now with this yeah. movie and this press tour and stuff, but it's interesting. Yeah. yeah, he definitely fell into the like bizarre, rare to come back from celebrity, uh, extreme kind of personality. Yeah, and I think he just made some bad financial investments and and choices, and then had to make some really shitty movies to pay the bills, and yeah. that that's a hard thing to dig out of. But even yeah. the worst of his movies, I still find enjoyable to watch because at least there's usually like one little gem in there where, where he'll just like say something weird oh. or do something weird. <laughs> he's he's made some incredible movies. Adaptation. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that movie? Like, I love it. That one. And what was the one where he was the weatherman? The weatherman. Was it the weatherman? It was. The weatherman. It was. That, I've never one's... Seen that one. Oh, watch it. There. Okay. <laughs> There's just a, a a montage that speaks to how we view pop culture in that movie that resonates with me and to this day still plays in the back of my head where it's Amazing. just like 
a couple laying in bed and him them watching the news and the husband's just like that guy's got such an asshole face and then it's just a montage of other households calling the weatherman an asshole and it's so funny to me because it's you've i've literally sat in a room with people being like i don't I just don't like this fucking guy. You know, and it's like, this is how we view things. Like, you know, it, uh, it's great. Cool. I'll watch Love it. it. This is a Nicolas Cage stand podcast. Now. Yeah, this is an appreciation podcast. Um, I have, I do have like a Google Docs spreadsheet that I've made of like all Nicolas Cage's movies and which I have seen and which I haven't because I have a goal to just be a completionist and watch it all, like including things he's done, like animation that he's done voices for and stuff. I had no idea we were going this deep. This is fascinating. I mean, this is just one facet about my personality. By any chance, were you hanging posters in Austin, (laughs) Texas last week? (laughs) No. (laughs) I've only been to South by Southwest once and it was funny because like all the I think it was eight years ago. And so all the Facebook memories were coming up like eight years ago, you were here. And I like, I didn't have a great time at South by Southwest. It was just like, too much for me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, It's a it's a very, it's very intense to be a part of it. Yeah, I was sort of lucky because I had no idea what I was going in for. Like I didn't know anything about it. I just knew the name of the festival and that it was pretty popular. Uh, But I also didn't have time to do much beyond what I was there to do work for. And so a lot of the events I was just like taken through and been like, okay, go stand there and that's where you are for the next hour. And then we'll leave. It was great. Cause I'm not a big crowd person, even before COVID. Like I have sense issues so like when things are really noisy and stuff it's like a nightmare for me to be sitting in and uh so now i take my airpod uh like noise canceling things with me and just put them in to be like oh i don't have to hear any of this that's amazing yeah i've got like my musicians earplugs that are like molded to my ears that have like the 25 decibel lowering filter oh, amazing in it. because yeah I, I hate crowds as well and i'm I'm a very short person. I know you haven't met me in person, but I'm like five feet tall. So it's like in a crowd, I feel like I'm just getting swallowed up and I can't tune anything out and it's the worst. So there's all these photos coming up in my memories where it's like me looking down on a balcony, like from a balcony on like (laughs) just a full street full of drunk people. And I'm just like, (laughs) oh, like, I hate it. But uh, I saw Macaulay Culkin's weird Velvet Underground pizza band uh, play. Oh, nice. Really bad. (laughs) Um, But I was like, there's Macaulay Culkin, like just right right there. Right there. Singing weird. Yeah, I've tried to watch some of their stuff. It's not, I don't get it. It's a little, sometimes I'm like, oh, it's supposed to stay underground. Yeah. Maybe the joke was that they're like, it's all just like Weird Al version sort of like of Velvet Underground, but about pizza. But it's almost like it was first thought, best thought. Like they're just like, okay, yeah, that we're, I'm just waiting for the pizza. It would have been, well, it's, it's a great idea for a 90 second sketch. Exactly. But they toured it. Yeah. Yeah. Not a 90 minute show of, Hey, do you still get the joke? Yeah. Because we're like, we're not Velvet Underground, but. And also, we've got a pizza I, box as a drum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm into it. I'm going to buy it. <laughs> now you're back on board. <laughs> that's yeah. all I've done. You just board. sold yourself. You know what? I'm a, I love prop comedy, and that's, yeah. that's good. I knew that I about you. They, yeah. <laughs>
listen, I'm going to interrupt you too. Yes. I'm going to interrupt this love fest so you can get a round of retail nightmares or dreams or experiences yes. in. Thank and you. Darcy, did you want to start? Did you want to start? You told me something about a pizza hut. Was that? Oh, speaking yeah. of pizza. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah well, this is a great segue. I <laughs> spent five years of my life working at a pizza hut in Lynn, in North Van on Lonsdale wow. uh, from the time I was like 13 until 18. Oh my uh, gosh. And I, I know it's called Retail Nightmares, but I have to tell you, I miss those days no, sometimes love it. so much. Because it was literally like everything about the job. I was just like, I fucking love this job. Mostly because I could drink as much pop as I was allowed. And oh. uh, it was, uh, they had grape crush soda. Yeah. Uh, to this day, I can't drink it because I spent five years of my life just like chugging that stuff every day. It was good, but then... Uh, I was not a very good employee and we <laughs> learned like the last year that if we just didn't punch in orders and people paid with cash, we could keep <gasps> it. Oh my <laughs> gosh, you bad boy. I know. Is the, is the statue of limitations passed? Can I tell I this think story? I, I'm pretty yeah, sure I think you're okay. Pizza Hut's doing okay. <laughs> I think so. It was only uh, like the Sundays that I worked because by then I was only working like a four hour shift once a week while I was graduating high school. And it was great because I would just finish and be like, yeah, I made 55 bucks today plus <laughs> my actual wage. Uh, and then <laughs> out of nowhere, big surprise, one day uh, I'm working on a Monday, which was just a rarity. And they were auditing the store oh. and I quit. I quit on the spot. I had a total panic attack and was like no I, I, I fucking hate it here I gotta go <laughs> and I called my buddy who worked with me on the Sunday shifts and I was like yeah they're on to us they're on to us and he's like no dude they're they're doing like the annual audit they're on to us he stayed on there for years he was like no, they, they had oh, no wow. idea but so uh, I just, I miss being, I used to just be in the back, like making pizza dough and singing musicals all day long. And it oh was the gosh. most fun. That's a I dream. I miss that part. Yeah. Right? That's a dream come true. Dough and musicals. It's funny, like those jobs, like everything is under control. Like, you know what to expect. Okay. So there's something about the, uh, what's the word when you're working on a line? Um, and you're just like, you have the one job on the line. Uh, yeah, like a line cook or prep cook? Like or? a, not even, I'm thinking in factories. Like, oh. um, I know the word and I can't think belt? of it. Kind of, yeah, like, it, but that's what it was like where you were just like, you would take a pizza and go down the line and every pizza was done the exact same and then it goes into the oven for the exact same amount of time and then it gets cut the same way and the boxes get folded and like the, just the expectation level, I was like, this is something I know what to do. Like, there's nothing yeah. outside of the box if it was outside of the box the pizza fell out of it <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah that's a refund <laughs> i've expressed that too you know when people have talked about jobs and they're like oh you get so much freedom and i'm like no i want someone telling me exactly what to do like yeah. i don't want there to be like confusing questions i want it to be like black and white yes or no like done or not done i don't like the in between because then then you spend too much time thinking about it. <laughs> like, you take it home. I would way rather be busy and just doing something the whole shift so it flies by. And then I can just get back to actually what matters. And that's living my life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Gardening. that's the thing. Like, 
Mm-hmm. Jobs take up a lot of your life and they carve into your ability to enjoy life afterwards. And, uh, and sometimes like those retail and food service jobs don't because no one's calling you. Yeah. No one's waiting for a report or. Yeah. So there's like benefits and just the other benefits like pay or like you're wildly underpaid for these jobs. You oh, can't, yeah. Usually if you have some choice, you have to move on. When I started there, my I was five dollars an hour and wow. my parents couldn't <laughs> believe I was making that much money to work at a pizza place. And I was like, I bet you it's only I don't even know. What is it? It's probably $15 an hour now, right? Fifteen fifty is that what minimum, minimum wage? Yeah, it's like 15 something. And it just went up to that. It yeah. was yeah. considerably lower. Yeah. It was like more than a dollar lower than that. And then they were like, whoops, we forgot about inflation. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. It's like, thanks, everyone. It's, yeah, for 20 years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. I love it. I love it when people loved their job. Yeah, mind you, keep in mind, I haven't had, like, I only worked until I was 21, and then I've just been, like, an artist since. So my, 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 like, yeah, oh, I missed that. It's because I did it for, I worked in a, a total of seven years of my life. That's okay. And then the rest has been, like, you know, a lot, but, like, I still work, but it's, it's what I want to be doing. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah, I think it's just sometimes we have to take that. If I had been working at Pizza Hut for 20 years, I don't know if I'd still be as happy about it. No, probably not. Of course, yeah. And I'm celiac now, so the idea of going into a Pizza Hut just makes me, yeah. my stomach cramp. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I feel yeah, like that's sure. a lot of people, <laughs> not just people <laughs> with celiac disease. Like it's, Yeah, uh, okay, fair. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think uh, yeah, Pizza Hut would do that to me, too. Just like thinking about Pizza Hut gives me heartburn. Mm. It's like the the sweetest sauce in town. <laughs> yeah, it's a sweet sauce and so much oil in the dough. Yeah, it's the. It, yeah. I think it's the greasiest pizza besides like you know slice thin crust slice or whatever that you just get from mm. wherever. But like the only time we'd ever have it would be on tour if someone's like, "Oh, we'll get you pizza," and like they just chose Pizza Hut without consulting us. And it would always, like, I feel like whenever we'd be in Thunder Bay, it would be like Pizza Hut. And we'd be like, thank you. And they're like, we got Yay. you a vegetarian one. And I'm like, good. Green onions <laughs> or green peppers. Green onions. So many I, green peppers. I wish there were green onions. That would be better. But yeah, they're like, vegetarians love green peppers. That's what they like. <laughs> they just eat them all day. Especially ones that come pre-chopped and frozen from yeah. 10 months before. That's my favorite. Mm, yum, yum, yum. I just snack on it all day long. <laughs> I have a retail nightmare where I am the nightmare. Amazing. Oh. Let's do it. Okay. So as everyone knows, we have a merch store online where we sell tote bags. They're lovely. They got a design by lovely artist, Chris Von Sambathy. We sell all sorts of stuff. And I think it was last October when we came out with a new design because we had the original ghost design and then we made the uh, Dracula design. It's like the little vampire design. It's very cute. And I did pre-sales so people could, you know, as soon as I got them in, I could send them all out in one big batch. And one of the people who ordered then at the beginning of October, I believe it was October 4th. I remember it because that's my mother's birthday. Was and my husband's. Oh. Oh, oh Libra. What's um, up? <laughs> uh, it's a good day to be born. But uh, one of the people who ordered on October 4th was former guest Morgan Brayton. 
And, oh. and I was like, oh, that's so sweet of her. And we, she has gotten a new dog, you know, since I last went over and hung out with her, her pets and, you know, had a visit. And so she agreed like, yeah, let's do like, you know, don't mail it to me. We'll just like figure out a time and you can meet Clem Fandango, their new dog. Um, and I was like, yeah, that'll be great. Cut to it's the end of March now. And <laughs> I hadn't gotten around to it. I hadn't been out that way. You know, we'd talked several times, you know, and she she's, you know, she's lovely. So she kept being like, oh, don't don't worry about it. And I'm like, it's on my to do list at the top of the list. And I like I keep not doing it. I'll make a new to do list every month. And then it's always just like Morgan tote, like give Morgan her tote. And then I even like, I was like drive, there was traffic. I was coming back from Richmond one day and I was like weaving in and out to like avoid this traffic. And I found myself driving past her house, which like, is not a spot. Yeah. yeah. It's like kind of out of the way. And I was like, fuck, if I only had it in the car, I would be able to drop it off right now. Anyway, I finally did it. And I was like, I can't believe it took me from the beginning of October to the end of March. <laughs> so if you're listening, I'm sorry, Morgan. The real twist of the story is Morgan hated the bag. Yeah, she never <laughs> wanted it. She was like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Yeah. She accidentally clicked through and gave her yeah. credit card information. She <laughs> hates Dracula's. Um, yeah, and we had like, we actually had like planned it and figured it out. But then I guess she didn't talk to Michelle about it. So Michelle, she was like, yeah, Michelle will be home. It'll be great. You can just drop it off with her. And then uh, she was out getting a massage. So no one was home. So I didn't get to, <laughs> I didn't get to meet Clem Fandango, but I did hear him barking through the door a lot. And I was like, oh, Clem, I'm sorry. But uh, yeah, I can't believe it took me that long. But I'm finally like, there's no more like pending orders on the website so i'm like wow i'm actually accomplishing things and getting things done on my to-do list feels great good for you it's amazing <sighs> i have a, a customer service experience nightmare okay and i i am not uh i'm not the victim at every point of this story but i'll try and make it quick because it took several days this week to resolve it resolved today at noon I opened a new account with my bank online a couple of oh, weeks geez. ago. And mm. uh, for the listener, I've never had a savings account before. I'm not good with money. And my goal this year is to pay off debt. And so I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I felt really good. And I put some money in savings and I felt really proud. And I would look at it sometimes and think, all right, things are, things are changing for you, Tobin. And I went to check my account balance and it was just gone. All the money was gone. I couldn't click on the account. The account didn't appear to exist anymore. What? And I was like, oh my gosh, like there's a lot of cyber attacks going on. I've already had like fraud on my account before, but I didn't receive a phone call or anything. And there's also like, there's just sometimes issues with online banking where they're doing mm -hmm. repairs. You can't see yeah. your information. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there was a thing when I called the automated number. It said, oh, yeah, like savings account balances are currently unavailable. But I couldn't access the money anyway. Like I couldn't transfer in and out of accounts. Like it was just gone. So the bank was also doing like this big new Visa or MasterCard thing with Costco. And the wait times for on the phone were 35 minutes, 45 minutes every time I called. And so by the time I got in touch with somebody, even though I had tried multiple different ways, 
they told me that there was a restriction on my account um, and that I'd have to go resolve it in person. And because I opened the account online, it wasn't at my branch. It's at a branch on the other side of the city. Weird. And uh, it was just like all these little things. And they're like, actually, you can go down to your nearest branch and get it sorted out. And I had like this really wild bout of dizziness and vertigo that's kind of coming and going. And uh, so I was in the bank and I got like hit by <laughs> this like dizziness and I started to sweat when they were like taking my ID. And I'm like, gosh, I hope they don't think that I'm a fake, <laughs> uh, Alicia. And, and when I walked out of the bank, the lovely and all the people that work for the bank are so like they're so professional and they're so nice. She's like, don't worry, the restriction will be lifted from your account Wednesday morning. And so Wednesday came and left and there was no change. And I'm now at this point, I'm just frustrated. And I think in total, I've spent like five hours, maybe six Ugh. hours getting it sorted. And Jeez. it's just becomes like pathological for me to get resolution. <laughs> and so I met, was at the point today where I called the manager of the branch I've never been to and the other side of town. <laughs> like, <laughs> and they really helped and they were able to solve the problem. But what had happened was like the person at the branch I went to didn't put my information in properly. And so... Every step of the way, just something went wrong, but nobody picked up the phone and called me. So I um, was waiting for him to call and I had my phone in the bathroom when he called. So I was literally on the toilet when he <laughs> called back for the first time. And uh, he explained what went wrong and how he was trying to fix it. And I had I had wicked PMS and I almost started to cry on the phone and my voice did that like <laughs> shaking thing where I was like, why is nobody contacting me? Like this poor guy, I was like, Fuck, lady, like, just trying my best over here. Um, but yeah, it's fixed now. But it was crazy, like, how many different attempts I made to find out what was going on. And at no point did they just, like, send me an email saying, like, hey, this is kind of weird. Like, did you open this account? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So they, like, put a restriction on it because they, like, didn't believe that just because you've never had a savings account, they're like, there's no way this lady's going to open a savings totally. account. Totally. That's, That's so what weird. I thought, but it was, they actually didn't have a, my photo ID on file had expired, but nobody had noticed it for, uh. I think they had my expired BCID from 2011. <laughs> so for 10 years, I didn't change anything. So yeah. they never needed to look at it again. So. Weird. Oh, and then yeah. when you added the They're like, savings? oh, well, we don't know if this is really her and. Weird. Yeah. It wasn't really their fault. It was just a lack of communication. It was really frustrating and it was so time consuming. And it's this kind of stuff that keeps me from trying. Like I find it all very overwhelming and then I'll just shut down. Yeah. Like completely shut down. The banking industry is archaic the way it's still run through, but it like, I'm just sitting here going, what if you just like simply didn't have the five or six hours to deal with that? Yeah. Like you did, or what if you needed that money that day? You know, yeah. like, that's so frustrating for me. That would have been like, if that had been my checking account. Yeah. It would have been more serious because, you know, everything's like, all my bills go through there. But yeah. also I did see like in their comments, like something had gone wrong for someone else that was similar. But I think it was more related to that transaction, like not being able to see the balances. And a guy like missed his school payment. And, you know, like those things. Yeah. Yeah, I did feel there was a lot of like what ifs, but they didn't apply to me. It was mm -hmm. just the time. And I find it very derailing. So like after we, I'll have to like catch up on work today because I missed time at work. And it, today it was important to be there. 
And then at the same time, like I really try not to lose my cool because I know that things can just go really sideways and there's all these different systems. And a lot of the time a customer service agent can't fix it. But they kept telling me to call or to go to their contact us page. But the contact us page just keeps going back to the same bot. So they've made it like impossible to get resolution. And the Twitter person's like, you can tell me here. And I'm like, I'm not going to try and resolve this on Twitter. Like, can you just send me an email? He's like, it's okay to tell me here. And I'm like, it's not okay with me. I'm not going to give you my banking info over Twitter. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Never. And then they updated like my professional information. And they're like, well, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, I'm a customer service manager. Like, <laughs> I didn't solve this problem for you. <laughs> it's yeah. like, yeah. I would like, just pay me. Like, I can help you. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I really, like, tried to keep my cool. But I have to say there was a few times where my voice was like, our bitch is like, go really high. Go oh really gosh. high. But that's like, <sighs> and I've learned recently because I've been, like, listening to podcasts about, like, ADHD and stuff. But, like, this stuff is especially hard for us to, like, get around. Like, for instance, I'm waiting on a CT scan, like, from my ENT who I saw, like, a year ago. And she was like, yeah, okay, I'll, like, put you in for one of those. But I haven't heard back about yeah. it. Jay keeps reminding me being like, oh, like, remember to call your ENT this week or something. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I haven't forgot. And then so I finally, I like woke up early one morning and I like went on this long walk and I got a cinnamon bun and I was like, I'm going to call the ENT. Like, I've got time. I'm going to just go go sit in my car and I'm going to call. And their like outgoing voicemail was like, we're not able to take calls anymore. So like the fastest way to get to us is you have to email us at this number. And I'm like, well, this is going to take me another three months to mm-hmm. actually attempt to do and then something will go wrong there. And so like, I'll just keep having sinus. You pain. shouldn't be allowed <laughs> to do that. Because like, so many people like, that yeah. I speak to don't even have access to the internet. Exactly. Yeah. Seniors like that's like some ableist shit. Yeah, it's weird. Um, my doctor's office is like that too. They're like, if it's not about these things, book online. I was like, nope, hit zero. <laughs> like, I'm that's not, like even I'm just not my, doing this. My physiotherapist is around the corner. I walk by all the time, and when I go to make an appointment, I'll like poke my head, and they'll be like, "Yep, yeah, just go go online." You're like, I'm like, but I'm um, here. <laughs> I'm here. Can you just help me out now? You don't understand if I open my computer to book this appointment, I will get distracted by 80 different things. And then Mm -hmm. five hours later, uh, I will still not have booked the appointment and then I'll be starving. And then (laughs) um, I'll have missed an appointment. So, yeah, I thought that was just me being bad at things. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that was just like an ADHD thing in general. Oh, I could take you down a rabbit hole. I could take you down my, all my unpaid taxes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still learning things about my uh, fascinating brain. All, all, all these Jessica years Jessica was recommending the ologies about ADHD. Have you listened to it? Yeah, yes. Darcy? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm listening to it this weekend. Yeah. That was what made me like have so many revelations and be like, I thought everyone was like this, or I thought no one was like this. Yeah, no. I've been on like a five year journey of forgiveness, is what I call it, where I just am like, oh, okay, I can I can forgive myself for this. Like, because yeah. this is just part of who I am. And instead of, you know, like I really just thought I was an aloof asshole a lot of my <laughs> life. And it turns out I am, but I can blame it on ADHD. Uh, <laughs> but it's also just learning, like, I'm really bad at making plans and keeping them. 
Like I will reschedule all the time. And for the longest time I was just like, oh, you're just aloof. And then it realized was like, no, it's just like, if it's going to interrupt my routine so much that it's going to throw everything else off, like the day of those plans. Yeah. I'm going to cancel them because my sanity, sacrificing those plans for my own sanity is what's needed that day. Then that's what I have to do. I, I'm really routine driven with my ADHD and it's the only way I can really manage it in a happy way and anything that kind of throws it like even just going to south by southwest i think it took me seven days to recover when i got home oh yeah like okay like now i can now i can just start my routine again yeah and it's hard once you get off of a streak of like being really good like if you have a sort of backslide for me i'm like uh, a hundred day streak or like Oh, I miss one day. I'll never do it ever again. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to get new hobbies and new rhythms going. Yeah. Uh, Jared can always tell when I'm starting to slip when I've like left the car somewhere or I've lost my cell phone for a day. Like, is it'll be like, okay, so what's happened? Uh, like, what is going on that we're starting to like get distracted again? I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. That's, <laughs> I got to figure that out. Yeah. I don't lose things a lot. And I actually lost something recently and it was Jessica's and I still think about it at least twice a week. Um, uh, but I keep things in the same place mm-hmm. and I know that I haven't lost them in a way that's like probably really weird for other people. But I can think like I needed to bring my social insurance card because I've never been able to remember the number and I've had it since I was 14. Oh, Stuff funny. like that. Yeah. But like everything is in a specific place. Well, it's the, there's a really funny TikTok song about that for ADHD that says, <laughs> don't put it down, put it away. Uh, <laughs> because I tend to just have a habit of like, just like, yeah. okay, I'll figure it out later. And that's when I lose things. But uh, I'm really bad. Like I genuinely have left my car downtown and taken the bus home. Because uh, at the time, Jared and I shared a car. And so I was used to bus sometimes but like i live in ladner it's like an hour trip on the bus to get here and like for jared to go to leave for work the next day and be like where's the car and i'd be like fuck it's in the city which means it's probably been towed by now like that's uh whoops all right (laughs) guess you're taking a cab to work (laughs) he sounds like a very sweet man all right well we've only got a little bit of time left so should we do um food and space first space food Space food. Space food. Space food. Space food. Okay. I love it. So you're, you have been selected as uh, the first uh, TikTok star to go <laughs> to the moon. Um, and you're allowed, you know, you get all your own, your rations, like you've got your astronaut ice cream and your tang and all your weird baby food and everything, but you get to choose one food from earth to bring with you into space. That's like your special treat. What is it? It's easy. It's the same snack that I've had every night for pretty much my entire life. Uh, It's actually two items, so I don't know if I'm I'm stretching it. Of course, no, it's fine. 
it has actually been off of my, I haven't, I didn't have it for 12 years because I was, I'm celiac and I've found a replacement that is oh. identical. Uh, I used to have peanut butter and premium plus crackers every Ooh, night as I a love kid. Those. Just Jif smooth peanut butter and so premium good. plus little sandwich, you know, just have a few. And now Jif is gluten free and there's a, a company that makes gluten free premium plus crackers so it's Stop. literally only it's been the last two weeks and I, I I've just been like I genuinely feel like a happier person since so if I'm oh. going to space it's with my peanut butter and crackers I love it that was such a classic like oh there's nothing my mom didn't make any snacks for us what's left in the cupboard and then you end up having like 30 because they're so good absolutely <laughs> I didn't so end up looking good. like the way I did by just having a couple yeah, give me yeah. half the a jar sleeve. of peanut butter the sleeve of crackers <laughs> sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. What is a <laughs> it's a four portion you're pack. gonna let them get stale yeah you can't like reseal that sleeve come on you try you put like a rubber band <laughs> around it yeah good luck I will admit that this the uh, gluten free version and I can't remember the name is not as sturdy of a cracker. Yeah, like you go and it's like... Yeah, and and for some reason, the way they make them is it's two crackers attached and you have to break it. like a stone Kind of like a stone... Like a stone wheat thin, but Mm -hmm. like, I think they make you break it so then you can't blame them for all their crackers being broken. Brilliant. Uh, And so Jer's always just like, how's your peanut butter with cracker crumbs? Because sometimes (laughs) it's just like on the knife and I'm like, okay, well, here goes. Yeah, it's It's funny how like how they try and they almost make it with a lot of gluten-free stuff, but it's mm-hmm. just crackers. I've found, I've never really found one that I'd go back to. Mm. This is the first time. Yeah. I, I, this is the first time. And I think it's the nostalgia factor. Like the fact that I couldn't have premium plus cause premium plus is not a quality cracker. Let's not, it's an important cracker. Though. It's an important one. It's part uh, of our heritage. But it is. Uh, but yeah, I definitely think it's just the, oh my goodness, I haven't had this like flaky type of taste in my mouth in a long time. But yeah, most of the gluten-free stuffs are like, hey, here's our imitation. Mm-hmm. It's not great. It's like seeing a stand-up comic that does impressions. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, can rec- I can recognize the walk-in, <laughs> but can I? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, an audience loves two things, goat noises and uh, impressions <laughs> yeah i love uh yeah that's why that's my whole britney spears impression just goat noises and mm-hmm. that's it that yeah. is the impression. <laughs> um i mean i think the crumbs might get into the instruments in the space shuttle doesn't matter fair yeah that's y'all fine. gotta die somehow that's fine you know what they need to redesign to allow for that for a crumb or factor. i just pre-crush the crackers put them in the peanut butter and then they're just like it's peanut butter i'm i might have just invented a new dessert i was gonna suggest like a little bowl of peanut butter and then you crumble on top and eat with a spoon yeah i'm fine with that what i do at the end of the um bag of like corn chips when they're all just tiny and they're too small you can't dip then i add it to the dip and i it chip salad baby (laughs) obviously obviously that's what that's what it's for yeah that's a whole new food Yes. What would be your food in space? Ooh, I think my food in space would have to be those cookies that they make at the gluten-free Epicurean that they sell at Welks, uh, the salted Oh, they're so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm the picking cookie. them up tomorrow. Oh, amazing. Are you going to get any of the donuts? 
tomorrow? Yeah, I was going to message you, Darcy, to say that they have excellent chicken pot pie in the freezer. And definitely follow the instructions. It takes an hour for them to bake, at least. I'm going to tell Jer, because he's picking them up. It's my birthday on Saturday, and I said I just, I wanted the gluten-free Epicurean cookies and a cupcake. Uh, But I'm adding chicken pot pie, because that's something I haven't had. I don't even know the last time I had that. Yeah, I got sick of it, because I ate it a lot when Hank was a puppy, and I was writing the book. (laughs) And I never would take the time to make it properly. It was always, like, not quite right. Mm. Um, But they also make real donuts now, like yeasted donuts. And on Saturdays, it's cinnamon, Mm. sugar and cinnamon, or glazed. But every day, they have, like, real donuts. And they also have baked vegan donuts. But they do a dairy-free Boston cream on Thursdays. And a real Boston cream on Thursdays. Do you have stock in this place? I, like um, you, I used to live right beside it. Oh, so okay. I'm like, you really know their hours. The schedule, but I've been walking over there on Saturdays by myself and walking home uh, eating donuts. And it's been What great. kind? Are you choosing the, gla- the glazed or the cinnamon? I'm a cinnamon sugar. Oh, interesting. That would be my least favorite donut. Yeah, uh, but the glaze is amazing. Yeah, the glaze is, I would go for that. Are they like There's a the soft? same donut. It's almost like a, almost like a sour cream donut. Like okay. that yep. cake, like it has kind a little crumb. Kind of cakey, but a little But crusty. not like one of those fake Cardam's donuts. Mm-hmm. It's like a real donut. Wow, now we're definitely, we, now we've started a beef. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Shots <laughs> fired, Cardam's. Donut beef. I am, I will still eat them, but they make me very angry. Um <laughs> That's the goal for eating a donut is you want to be angry at the end of it. Just like, yeah, Yeah, I want us, I want it to be a little bit more than any other donut and not made properly. Um, (laughs) Like I don't want a donut to be super sweet. And that's the other thing is like, there should be a play of flavors, like a Boston cream, which is an intense donut has like the chocolate ganache. That's a lot already. Yeah. The pastry is not sweet. So it's like a balance, right? I actually have had their, I've had their Boston cream and I didn't like it uh, because I thought. How long ago was it? Uh, it w- I think it was in the summer uh, okay. because it was just the chocolate ganache was a little too it's too chocolatey. It's too chocolatey. It was yeah. too much for me. I was like, I it's too much. I would love if they made a Boston cream donut without chocolate, just the me donut too. and the cream. Who's me too? I you bet know. you could special order them. I should, yeah. Anyways. Um, <laughs> what do you bring into space? I'm bringing the Hershey's Eggies, <laughs> but the Reese's flavor. The ones that are stuffed with peanut butter. I love a theme. Yeah. I wish I never tried them because uh, I think about them all the time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I would bring those. Those would be my food in space. I got to try them. They're pretty good. When I ran into Alicia the other day... Uh, <laughs> On my way to go to Welks to buy one of those cookies. I mean, I was getting <laughs> other things, but that's always like the treat for like, I made it all the way over here and I did my errand and I, Jessica gets a cookie. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I ran into Alicia and she was like, oh, I have a treat for you. Cause I was with uh, Jay as well. She's like, I have a treat for you guys. And she was like, uh, here. And it was like a, a bag of those eggy things. <laughs> And she was like, I had eaten half of them. She was like, please take them. And I was like, we will help you. You had already opened them and eaten them. Yeah. And like, I don't know if you were going to run into her. Yeah. It wasn't like for them, but I was like, oh, if you would like these, you would be doing me a favor. And what was your, what was your verdict? Jessica, were they good? Did you? I didn't try one um, because I can't eat peanuts, but uh, Jay, Jay says they're very good. So 
All right. They will be his treat. But he's doesn't have a sweet tooth like we we all clearly do. I don't trust people that don't have a sweet tooth. Like bottom line, I don't think I could be with someone that's not going to enjoy something sweet. The thing is, Wait he more for says you. he doesn't have a sweet tooth, but like we've been together for almost 10 years and like I have seen him eat many a many a pie, <laughs> many a cake, a popsicle. Like he's just not He's not the one. It's not who's, his first choice. Yeah, he's not the one who's like reaching for it or like buying it. And I'm, I am. And then I'm like, do yeah. you want one? And he's like, okay. Like I'm twisting his arm. And he I does guess enjoy yeah. Jerry used to, Jerry used to be less of a sweet tooth, and almost it would be better if he wasn't because, like now that he works with me full time and we just get stoned, and they'll be like, you want something to snack on? I'm like, no. Like you're supposed to be the one that is like, let's eat a salad. <laughs> but who's getting yeah. high and being like, let's snack on some leaves, <laughs> baby. And let's get those leaves. And I mean, like when you're high, everything tastes 10 times as ma- as amazing. Like it's it's true. You got to try it all. <laughs> you got to have a, a sample. You got to have the savory and the You guys salty. are just making me hungry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, we're almost <laughs> done. We're almost yeah. done. Should we do, Darcy, when was the last time you used a microwave? time you used a microwave oh i what year is it it's 2022 (laughs) yeah it's 22 i haven't used a microwave for 10 years wow i I, in 2012 i went on this like major health kick and uh one of the benefits of that was realizing nothing good came out of my microwave when i just was like what am i putting in there and what's mm-hmm. coming out? And is it good Tin for foil. me? Uh, and I was just like, okay, reheating food. I was like, it's never, it never tastes as good unless I, you know, like if Jer was always like leftover lasagna. And I'm like, use a skillet. Put a lid on it. That is delicious in 10 minutes. It, it takes a little while longer. But yeah, I threw, out, I threw out our microwave. Uh, and I've never once missed it. So it's been a long time. I'm the same way. Been, yeah. yeah. Are you? Yeah. Yeah, happy anniversary. Um. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the... Because uh, I've lived in this apartment. It's been like 12 years or so, I'd say. Because when I moved in, there wasn't room for one. And I was like, oh, I'll get rid well, of it. It's not a competition. <laughs> but, <laughs> no. Uh, but I did I did use a microwave last night. Oh. At a friend's house. What, what were you, you making? Microwave? Well, we, I went over to executive producer of the podcast, Ben Lai. Uh, I went over to his house to watch the new Roland Emmerich movie, Moonfall. I was very excited about that. And it was finally available to watch. And it was supposed to be terrible. And it wasn't that bad. (laughs) It wasn't that bad. It was kind of, it was interesting. There's like some cool parts. But I was freezing. And I asked Ben if he had any tea. And he was like, yeah, are you okay with me just heating up? water in the microwave and i was like sure like wow that sounds exotic and wacky but he he's like a real tech savvy gadgety guy and so he has one of those thermometers that you just like pointed at something and it like shoots a laser at it and tells you what the surface temperature is because i was i get cold nose and i'm like you know at a certain point nothing except for like sticking my face in a cup of tea or taking a hot bath will will fix it and so i was like see how cold my nose is and so he like tested another spot on me 
and it was like 32 degrees. And then he tested my nose and it was a full two degrees colder. And I was like, cold uh, nose. It's cold yeah, nose. It's out there on its own. It's real. I got cold nose. Um, so he made me, he made me uh, some peppermint tea in a giant uh, windows mug, like the operating system. <laughs> Because he Very just cool. had it was huge. It was like seems like it was like a liter <laughs> of tea. Does he not? Does he not have a kettle? I'm sure he does. He just probably didn't want to like take it out and set it up or something. Because we were okay. in the middle. We were in the middle of like a over two hour long movie, and I was just like, okay, "Do you fair. have any tea?" I'm, I was yeah. already under a blanket <laughs> in his home, and his home isn't cold. It's not like drafty. Like it's a, a very. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm just like, hey, my nose is cold. I'm cold. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, microwave tea does the trick. Who knew? Yeah. Who cares? It's yeah. fine. It doesn't have to be boiling. I'll take it. it just needs to be what warm. What about you? Um, I heated up my lunch. I, on the opposite end, uh, I found having a microwave helped me eat a bit better. Fair. Um, but also with the ADHD medication, I was actually before I already like for the past two years of working from home, I've really struggled to keep, you know, eating regularly, mm-hmm. but I, it's been more difficult. So I got a food service and that's been a really good move. Um, I order seven meals a week and that's great. I'm not wasting groceries. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is like more expensive than probably people who don't waste groceries, <laughs> but it's uh, been great for me and it's all allergy friendly and what company is it it's called two guys with knives okay yeah i was gonna say two guys with knives is great amazing yeah i just couldn't find anybody that could do like gluten-free or Mm grain-free or dairy-free um i didn't trust any of the other companies and then it turns out their food is really good do you guys know about the adhd fridge hack no, that? Okay, this was a game changer for us in the last <laughs> year. I'm serious. So uh, one of the, like, wasted groceries is a huge ADHD thing uh, <laughs> because we typically out of sight, out of mind. Uh, yeah. And so the f- veggies go bad, fruit goes bad. The thing we will always look for is sauces. So you open your fridge and you see all the sauces and everything else is in the drawers. So switch it. Put all your sauces in the drawers and all your fruits and veggies in the display areas. And it will change your fridge opening experience because you'll be like, oh, okay, I actually have these things. I'm going to use them because I can see them. Uh, Whereas like if it goes into the crisper in the back, I'm not seeing that until I accidentally lose something and i'm looking in the back of the crisper in hopes that it's there liquefied that was really they shared that on on one of those ologies the tips i I realized i haven't heard that we got a new fridge during the pandemic sometime maybe a year ago who even knows but it was it was a game changer for me because all the shelves are like transparent and the crisper doors are all clear so i can see down in the top not just the fronts but like so i can see like oh i've got that box of greens i gotta use up i've got that and it's definitely helped so much but even like for me if you're putting something in a tupperware container if it's opaque like yeah, you'll we forget have what's in there. Like you have to have the see through. But I also yeah. use it the same way to trick myself into not eating so much chocolate because I have everything in my um, pantry. I have in like glass jars, like mason jars or whatever. But then I keep the chocolate in an opaque, smart, uh, like little canister. So I won't every time I see it be like, yes, I want a little square of chocolate. And it's yeah, it works. It like you trick your brain and it works. 
It's magical. The out of sight, out of mind. Uh, once you start using that for your f- that power for good, it can uh, it can totally help. Yeah. We do the same thing. Like our snack cupboard is a very difficult to kind of navigate. <laughs> you have to do like an obstacle to stay course. That way. The only thing you can see now is the jar of peanut butter and the box of crackers. Because mm-hmm. those are front and center. So, Darcy, this is almost the end of our podcast. We're going to do Puppo of the Week. Mm-hmm. Darcy, who's your Puppo? My Puppo is my doggo. Aww, my dog, y'all. Yuma. Yuma, best friend. Yuma, everything. <laughs> so sweet. Uh, Yuma's the best thing in the world, and she literally changed my life. I only uh, even started my TikTok channel after, because of the dog. I had an account for her uh, for about a year, uh, and then just because their editing was really easy to edit cute dog videos, mm-hmm. but then she went viral, and I got super jealous and was like, I'm going to start my own page, <laughs> and then here, here I am a couple years later, and <laughs> it's been life-changing. However, uh, if you don't follow Yuma on socials you might not know this she's obsessed with rocks she's a golden retriever she's two and a half she just wants to dig rocks and then carry them around in her mouth she doesn't chew them but like when she discovered under grass could be rocks (gasps) it it was just like it was just it just opened her world up completely but it's the worst thing in the world she hyper fixates to the point that like sometimes it takes both of us to like because she's also a hundred pounds she's a big dog so we we've got a system we take her to these parks and we know like okay like we'll find a rock that's not too big that she can cradle in her mouth (laughs) that you know she just wants to hold it and you know it's probably a vitamin deficiency that we're gonna find out about (laughs) at some point but for now we're like fine so this it's it's really cute but she also has this like super high-pitched yipping that she does like she's a golden retriever that has an impressive bark but when it comes to rocks she's like yip 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 like just this weird thing and so it's cute but it drives everyone at the dog park crazy the other day we're walking her and the ultimate nightmare happened. Yuma was taking a poop and she <laughs> noticed a rock in oh, the no. ground. <laughs> and so, well, and I can see it happening because she starts yipping while she's pooping. <laughs> and then she starts digging while she's oh, pooping. No. And the next thing I know, she is throwing dog poop and dirt all over herself, oh, all no. over everywhere, <gasps> including the rock. And then she comes oh. up with a her face just covered in shit and the rock in her mouth and like yipping at me and I was like uh, and it was, I had driven to the park oh, no. and I was like oh oh no I'm leaving the car like we are walking yeah. home we're going right into the bath you were not kissing me for approximately oh. four hours but she's probably so just happy four? she's got this rock <laughs> like so you should say our front garden my neighbor was asking me today they were like where did you get all the rocks from every single rock in our garden has been carried home by yuma over the last two and a half years and there's hundreds oh my god it's it's really hard to take it away from her but uh causing really no harm yeah that's the thing like she where she gets problematic is if we leave her to pick the rocks she will come out like she'll go diving at uh the beach (laughs) like all the way under that you can't see her 
finger at all. Wow. And she'll come up with like a 10 pound boulder in her mouth. That's very dangerous. Very. Oh yeah. yeah. So there's been a, twice I've had to get into the river and take rocks out of her mouth. Wow. Like fully yes. Clothed. To save her life. I've never heard of a dog that fixated on rocks. Like she might be yeah. like a completely unique Golden retrievers, it's pretty common, but she's okay. extreme. Yeah. She's known as Rock Dog on TikTok, I think. <laughs> she's like a little geologist or archaeologist. That's or what something. we call yeah. her. She's an amateur geologist. I love that. We're convinced we're going to open the rocks up and they're all going to be full of diamonds or gold or something. Oh, they're all just like <laughs> cool geodes. Yeah. And then you like yeah. retire to have like a little crystal shop. <laughs> <laughs> and like, it's like you're giving away her puppies. Like she yeah. just cries and cries yeah. and cries. Wow. She's a gem. That's the dream. She is a gem. Yeah. Yuma. So great. I love her. What about you, Alicia? Who's your puppo? I've got like a couple of puppos. I'll do them real quick. There's Hank. He's being such a good boy. We kind of had a like a tough couple of weeks where he was really stubborn on walks. But you know what? Just went back to basics with giving him lots of treats. And he he really like just wants to be a good boy. And I, sometimes I forget it. And his new haircut um, suits him a lot more, I think. Like, I can see his expression more clearly because he had those like crazy bangs towards the end where I couldn't quite see his eyes. And he's just so sweet. Um, my other puppo is my neighbor, Aaron. I had mentioned to her that in the time that I've lived in this building, I've never, like, landlords are hands off to a fault. And uh, the carpets in the building are disgusting. Like, they've never been cleaned. And for some reason, she's just got the magic touch. And she mentioned it to the landlord, and the carpet cleaner came to survey it today. Like, I would never even ask. Wow. But there's been a couple of things like that where, like, she built the beautiful garden beds in the back, and he, like, paid for it. And I just really appreciate that because the carpets were grossing me out. Um, But I feel shy about asking them for stuff because they don't want to do things, and then it makes me angry. And, yeah, my third puppo is I got to meet a cat on Tuesday which I never get to meet and the cat was so friendly and I got so many pets in and I don't know what their <laughs> name is but it was great how about you Jessica is that the one that you had met just before I ran into you yeah the black kind of black and gray tabby like she was mostly black and was she and had a white bib was she on our car yeah yeah you like sent me a photo and I was like then looking at all the cars and being like damn no cats um, well, my pup of the week is one we encountered when we were standing talking with you. It oh. was that sort of like an older golden lab that was holding its own leash in its mouth. It, uh, it was so cute. She was like, it was one of those leashes that has like the handle that you can let it out longer or like yeah. lock it. And she was holding like the whole plastic <laughs> handle just gently, so gently in her teeth and walking very slowly right beside her owner and her owner was like yep this is she does this (laughs) it was so sweet that's the cutest thing in the world i love when dogs carry their leashes or their friends leashes every now and then every now and then yuma's buddy dixie who's a tiny little uh like mexican rescue she'll carry yuma's leash and it's so funny to me because i'm like dixie's 20 pounds yuma's 100 like if yuma wants to go dixie's just water (laughs) skiing behind her little dog that's the best that's my favorite thing of anything Mm -hmm. big dog little dog the ultimate combo i'm still gonna get a big dog little dog tattoo one of these days and yeah alicia got to pet this dog she like wiggled right up to alicia it was very cute i used my dog voice yeah and also i think dog dogs know other dog owners like we must just (laughs) yeah to them like you have the smell yeah so yeah Mm -hmm. that's my puppo 
I hope that like the nicer weather like just springs out more puppos because it's been a real it's been a real drought. Thank you to all of our listeners yeah. who have sent me uh, cute pictures and videos of pets or baby goats because on a previous episode I mentioned that like I needed more baby goats in my life so people have been like tagging me and things and sending Mm -hmm. them to me and I love it I love it I did that last week on Twitter I was having a bad day and I was like hey can you guys cleanse my timeline and just send me pictures of your dogs and cats and animals in general and when I got ducks I got turtles it was it was literally the only time I enjoyed Twitter in the longest time I was like oh if you just ask people they will do it. it. Absolutely. I love it. Twitter can still be an okay place. It's not great, but Yeah. We'll settle with okay. If you want yeah. more um if you want more cute animals in your timeline on Twitter, uh just follow Bar Mama, uh, which is a dog grooming salon in Japan. Oh yeah, the best. Mm. That posts pictures of every every single dog that they groom and it's uh the best. I'm just trying to find the exact user, but now I can't find it. I can send it to Darcy on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. So Darcy, this is it. Thank you so much for being our guest. If people want to find you, watch your comedy, they want to watch you act, if they would like to follow you on TikTok, how do they do that? I am the Darcy Michael on Perfect. everything. That's oh, amazing. Yeah, so come hang out on Twitter or TikTok or Instagram. Those are the only ones I really do anything on. Perfect. We would love to have you back on. So whenever you want to tell more Pizza Hut stories, uh, we'd love to have you. (laughs) Yeah, it's been great to have you. And Jessica, do you have anything you want to plug? It's Pet Salon Barm, B-A-R-M, not Barn. Great Pet Salon. Uh, When I was on tour in Japan, uh, I went there (laughs) because it was like visiting a celebrity That account used to, I think like I started following it when it only had like 25 followers or something. And now it has like 2000. They just broke 2000. So I'm like happy that people are out there seeing these cute dogs retweeting. It's a great way to spice up your Twitter. I'm yeah, get into enjoy it. it. It's great. And they because it's in Japan, also, it's like posting at a different time that like, you know, people in North America aren't posting. So it's like a nice little dose of cuteness at night when things are getting slow. What do I have to plug? If you want to buy some merch and have it promptly mailed to you, you can go to our merch <laughs> store. I promise that it was just this one. Jessica's holding cross fingers behind is, her like, back. If you're a stranger, <laughs> I will mail it to you right away because I don't know you. But if you're someone I know, like Morgan, I'm like, yeah, you're fine with this. I will neglect you as a customer, a paying customer. Um, but you can go to that. That is retailnightmares.bigcartel.com. If you're a real money bags and you want to support us, you can go to patreon.com slash retail nightmares. And there's all sorts of bonus stuff on there. And besides that, I don't have much to, we can't see Hank. Oh, he's, he's in your little fireplace. When he wants to go for a walk, he just stares at a wall. But right now he's right inside oh. the fireplace. <laughs> so he started over there and like works, tries to work into my periphery, not understanding that my eyes are on the front of my face. It's wow. so tragic. And it always starts wow. at 3.30. That's, That's amazing. Bad. Yeah. He thinks that we go out at 3.30, but we go out at 4. Um, well, he probably thinks that like you won't go out unless he does this ritual beforehand. Like this is <laughs> what ramps it up. But yeah, yeah, besides that, uh, just thank you everyone for listening. Uh, Thanks for sending animal pictures and videos, cute animal pics, like never gets old. If you ever want to do that, I'm Energy Slime on Instagram and Billy Dracula on Twitter. So yeah, 
We love you all. Thank you so much, Darcy, for taking time out of your gardening day off to spend with mm, us. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was a delight. Awesome. I love your macrame. I need to say that before this episode ends. Just like I love. Oh my gosh. Yeah, let's talk about a hyper fixation that I did once and then was like, okay, I made enough macrame for the house. I can never do it again. I mean, you and me both. I've just gotten back into it after a long hiatus. And if anyone wants some macrame, let me know. Add it to the merch store, girl. Make that yeah, sure. I do have a lot of cord left over. Um, <laughs> thank you, Alicia. You are also a puppo. Thank you. You too. I love you both. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.